Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring The Lauren Goodwin Show. Hey guys, welcome in. You are now tuned into The Lauren Goodwin Show. I'm here with Amanda. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Lauren? I'm doing good. I'm in San Francisco. Well, I was in San Francisco like two days ago for this basketball event called Hoop for Change. So for equality for women and just giving back, did like a food drive for over a thousand people. And of course we had our masks on, our gloves on, all that good stuff. And now I'm in Los Angeles checking out some fabric for athletic wear. So much going on for me lately, Amanda. I know. It's like, where is Lauren this week? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah, just as of now, but it's coming weeks, I'm just going to be in Houston chilling, hopefully. But it's not bad to be busy in quarantine, though. Um, I'm trying really to level up in any way I can. Yeah, yeah, not a bad thing because I'm trying to like during this time, just get ahead in whatever, whatever way I can try to level up. But we can go ahead and get started with today's episode. So this week is for the ladies. So as women, I believe that we need to stick together, especially at younger ages. We need to build that foundation of sisterhood early. And a lot of times it's not brought up that way. We are in competition all the time. And I just think that that's not right. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And just about, you know, what you give is what you're eventually going to get back. Karma is real, people. I've experienced it firsthand. I'm sure everybody else has. I'm telling you, it always comes back around. Maybe one year, maybe five years, but it always does. So however you treat people, and if you're sticking together with other women, that's going to come back around you in a really great way, and you're going to be able to build these foundations and these bonds with other women, and it'll be really great and exciting for your life. Um, And the third thing that I want to say is that just to don't dim your light, I am a culprit of this. I used to do this all of the time to make other people around me feel comfortable, But I'm here to tell you today, I'm no longer like that. Um, I shine very bright and I want other women to feel comfortable shining their own light so that everybody's content with everything they have going on in their lives. And so those are the things that I really want to focus in on today. And the quote goes right along with that. And the quote is, the success of every woman should be the inspiration of another. We should raise each other up. Make sure you're very courageous, be strong, be extremely kind, and above all, be humble by none other than Serena Williams. (laughs) So what do you think of that quote, Amanda? I love that quote because it basically exemplifies everything that as women we should be doing because nowadays we see a lot of the times women bring each other down and you would think we're supposed to be there for one another we're supposed to help each other out and support one another and sometimes it's it's you get the complete opposite yeah i get that like it's just so different now than it was i guess growing up it was pretty much it was it was similar but i would say now it's just tenfold because social media is a big thing and comparison is the thief of all joy and you are getting to see what people want you to want you to see they're showing you what they want to show you And of course, it's all the glamorous things. And so that has become really bad (laughs) for a lot of people. Um, So this quote is really great. And just trying to bring everyone back to earth and, you know, just be, have that camaraderie and that sisterhood that we want for each other. So it's easy to be super one dimensional. It's easy to stay where we're at and not grow. And in that way, it would be to conform with society and judge others and get super involved in social media and trying to compare relationships and cars and clothes and, you know, careers. 
but I think today can be the day for everyone to focus in on yourself and while in quarantine growing and doing yoga and thinking positive thoughts. Um, but I will say, you know, at some point, every single one of us has said something negative about another woman. It just, I'm, it's, I'm a hundred percent sure that that's the case, but I want to change that. I think it takes a conscious effort to be nice. You have to consciously tell yourself, you know, the first thing that comes out of your mouth or the first thing that you think whenever you first meet someone should be positive. You know, there's something, there's good in everyone. And I think that we should see that. And a question that I have for everyone is why do women bring each other down? Like, why is that the case? And I honestly don't think there's like a science behind it. Like, oh, in women's minds, there's something. No, I think that it's completely learned. And it's something from a young age in your adolescent years that, you know, this girl's wearing this outfit and you're wearing something different and you're looking to see, you know, it's just, it's something that has been going on forever, even worse in today's society now. But Amanda, what do you, what are you thinking about all of this? Well, you make a great point. From a young age, we sort of see this going on and it's a constant like competition and judging of one another, which is why for me, especially growing up in the elementary and even sometimes the middle school years, I would have almost preferred to hang out with the guys and be friends with guys. And sometimes that was misconstrued in a wrong way. But to me, it was there was less problems to deal with. The guys just wanted to hang out and be friends. And at a young age, you know, being judged by so many girls and, oh, well, why are your legs so hairy? Why haven't you shaved your legs yet? Why are your eyebrows so thick? Why is your hair so curly? Why is it so poofy? <laughs> it's always something I dealt with growing up and it always came from the girls. The guys didn't care what I looked like. They didn't care what I did. They just knew they had a friend in me. And I always felt like, why is it so different when you're friends with a guy than when you're friends with a girl? And there's always that constant judging. But sometimes it's, like I said, there's that competitive environment. Have you ever felt, I don't know, I don't know about you, like in my, in my case, I have felt this, but have you ever felt that there was a time that you were in a competitive environment with other women? All the time. I'm in a, you know, a competitive environment for my job. Like I'm constantly trying to battle for like a spot and, you know, a role on a basketball team professionally. So that's daily in that. And of course, there's a bunch of women on the team. You're starting, you're trying to form that sisterhood camaraderie and be a good teammate while also competing for a spot. So that is just daily, but I'm also, I also say daily in the sense of just an everyday life. So I would say probably about two years ago, one of my friends was having a birthday party. And of course we're all, we all met in college. So she knows people that I don't know. And you know, that person knows people that she doesn't know. So it's just, a lot of times when there's like birthday parties or weddings, things of that nature, there's a bunch of different women just kind of put into a spot together and you're trying to like figure out a way to make, you know, have everyone get along. And it seems so simple and so easy and it should be that way. It should, it really should. Um, it, but in that case, I feel like there's that judgmental environment and I feel a certain way and there's always something wrong. There's a backhanded compliment like, oh, I like your shoes, but why? you know, ooh, when are you going to update that tattoo? Or, oh, I like your makeup, but it's a little light for you. You know, just things like that. And it's, it's constant. And it's every day. And I feel like this is a really good time to be talking about this podcast because people have a lot of downtime right now. And even if you're working from home, there's still those in-between breaks. And 
in this time, I feel like we all should be trying to become better people. And in becoming a better woman, it takes a lot to uplift other women. And so I have some tips actually that can help change that competitive mindset between women. And so the very first thing that I'll say is that you need to know yourself and your positive attributes and on a daily basis focus on only that. Because when you're comfortable in who you are, you're more likely to be nicer to other women. When you completely understand you know, the good things about you, the things that are wrong, and then work on fixing those daily, then you're so consumed with what you're doing in your own walk for what God has ordained for you that you're not worried about what other people have going on. And this is extremely difficult, especially when you're growing up, um, I would say middle school, high school years, because comparison, you know, it's just, it's a thing that's going on in your mind every day. And I know it can be really, really hard for all the young women out there um, to focus on all the great things that you have going, but your story's already been written and what you don't see now, you'll understand years later. Like I look back on those years and I laugh high school because especially middle school like I used to get called bullseye because I have a birthmark on my face like really in between my eyes like literally like a bullseye and people would call me that all the time and I was super small so call me scrawny like just different I'm sure every woman has experienced this like in middle school somebody said something to them yep (laughs) my my nickname in sixth grade was Jumanji And like I said, I had the big poofy curly hair, the very thick eyebrows, and people thought it was funny to call me that. And at that time, you know, it hurt me. Obviously, being 11 years old, being picked on was not was not fun at all. I also got big foot every once in a while because I didn't shave as early as a lot of girls my age did. But it's just something that I think all girls at one point or another have gone through. And it's this feel that you constantly have to keep up with everything else that's going on around you. And you can't just sort of be your own person because then you're the outsider, you're the weirdo. Yeah, I completely have to, like sometimes with social media, I literally have to like outpost because now that's like a big part of what I do is I post about all the things that I have going on in my life and I'm trying to be more open with that. But with that, I have to take away, like take a step back and just post things and knock it on, not scroll, not anything, because it just consumes you. And it's just things in your mind, like the comments on Instagram, what people are saying. And I just, you know, I can't deal with that. I have so much going on in my life right now. There's just all these added things just from looking at social media and looking at the Explore page and seeing all these things people want you to see. It's really toxic. And Twitter is hilarious. (laughs) I get on that daily. It's always good for a nice laugh. Yeah, regardless. But Instagram, I would say, is can, can get toxic if you're not like, I started following, you know, I, last week we talked about like houses and interior. I follow a lot of Food Network <laughs> shows and things like that. So things that keep me, you know, things that are me and things that make me happy and positive things to, to see on my timeline. And then I started only following people that I know and things like that. So it became a lot easier for me. But that explore page, I'm telling you, Toxic, <laughs> 101, toxic. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, so all, for all the young ladies, I wouldn't get too involved in Instagram if you're, you know, younger. Okay, so another thing that um, I had like three tips. So the first one is know yourself and your positive attributes. And the next one is understand your differences that you have with other people and accept them as reality and be thankful for those because everyone is one of one. So if someone else is really good at basketball 
and you're not very athletic, but you're super smart. Like be proud of that. Be glad that you're one of one and that God created you a certain way. And then you can thrive in that thing that you're really good at. Everybody has a niche and find out what that is. I say that's the most important thing is to find out your niche, find out what you love, find out what you're really good at and thrive in that, whether it's music. I mean, if you're really involved in music, you love making beats. I think that's great. I mean, the world today, sports are showed a lot of the time. I play sports, but I think it's great. I think, you know, I wish I could draw. <laughs> I wish I could paint beautiful pictures and I still paint. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's one of my hobbies. I love to do it, but I'm not very good. And those that campaign, I'm just like, wow. Or people who can do that calligraphy and like draw beautiful letters and, and then um, like draw on the lines when they're painting something. Like I cannot do that to save my life. And that's ordained for somebody else. And I have to just be like, okay, and admire their paintings and art. I will buy your art from you <laughs> because that's how much I love it. I can't do it. And you know, I'm focusing on sports and the things that I'm good at, but I also respect you and, and what you're great at. I think that that's great for women to do, to, to admire others and, and uplift them for the things that they're great at. So next, the very first time you meet a woman, you're, you know, if, if you're around guys, it's also a little weird and different if you're like on a double date, that kind of thing, because it's a really kind of weird environment, honestly. Um, but I want to, I want to show you like how you can create a more welcoming and open environment when you first meet other women. And I would say the first thing to do is to get out of your comfort zone, ask questions about where she's from, her interests. I think this is the number one thing because for me, when I first meet women, like I'm already on guard and that's just from personal things growing up and being too nice and too like, Hey, you know, and then bad things happening or later on I hear they said this about me or that. And so I just decided to completely shut that off, but that's not good. I mean, I'm an adult, I'm still growing. And in quarantine, I've done so much reflecting. I've had so much time to think about everything. And I think it's really, it's really important to get out of your comfort zone, even in this area. So ask where she's from her interests and get to know her. And I think the more questions that you ask the other woman, the more comfortable she is. And you guys can start having, you know, conversations. And in middle school, high school, I think this is really important if you have some downtime to do this. Um, the second thing I would say is to support her and whatever she's doing. So if you're asking her interests and she has a business or she creates artwork, then ask about it, look into it, support that, support each other. And when somebody's supporting you and you're supporting them back, that's like an automatic bond that you guys have, even if you're not friends. Um, because people on the internet can do that. They can go and click on your website and, and see that you're selling clothes or something and go and buy them. So why can't somebody that you just met and that you're, you know, you may end up being friends with, you guys can support each other right, right away. And the third I would say is exchange info. I know it's weird to be like, what's your Instagram? But I really, this past weekend, I was with a group of professional basketball players and it was a hoops. I talked about this earlier, hoops for change event. None of us were really knew each other. Well, I didn't know a lot of the girls there. Um, I only knew one. And usually in the basketball world, things are super small. So it's just like, oh, hey, yeah, like I know everybody. But this time it was not like that at all. And of course, this, this is what made me want to do this podcast for this week because I'm sitting there and I'm just quiet. I'm on my phone. I'm not really talking to anyone because I've had bad experiences or things where it's like, you know, they're judging or just, you know, negative environment. So I just try to stay to myself and then just play basketball and become close with people that way. But instead, you know, these girls are a little bit older and they're, hey, Lauren, like, how are you? Where are you from? 
um, what do you like to do outside of basketball? You know, asking me things and I became more and more comfortable. And what am I doing? Do I have a podcast? You know, I'm starting to talk about all these things I'm doing. They're going to support. And we exchanged Instagram's information, coordinate days that were like free. I said I was going to be in LA. A girl lives out here. So we're supposed to coordinate things like that. And from my perspective, I saw what it's like from somebody else to do that, to go out of their way. And you never really know, like the things that you're thinking in your head about somebody or what they may think about you is probably completely wrong. Because I'm, I'm quiet whenever I first meet somebody. So I'm just sitting there not really talking to anyone. They could have said, oh, she's stuck up or that I get that so much. Oh, she thinks she's this. She thinks she's that. But instead they just said, hey, how are you? And I, complete, like, I completely opened up and, and was asking them questions and talking. And it was like a sisterhood camaraderie, like the, everything that I, you know, would expect and would want from a group of women together. And so it really inspired me to now tell everyone how they can do that with other women and then telling, talk, speaking to myself also, because it showed me exactly like what I need to do to grow in this area. So now we're going to get into the questions and answers from the public who have DM'd and asked different things to me and Amanda. So the first question is, what advice would you give to someone trying to get to where you're at? Well, I'm here to tell you that I didn't even know that this path was ordained for me. I completely thought that I would own a physical therapy business by now and do a totally different path. So my advice would be to not limit yourself. I used to have this view of exactly what I was going to do. I boxed myself in and I'm now seeing that I'm capable of so much more things out of my comfort zone. And so if you see something that you really want to do in your life and you're really good at it, strive and go for that, but don't limit yourself to that. There's so many more things that you can do in this world that you don't even know or realize until you open yourself up to that. And so go out of your comfort zone. I speak about this a lot and go try other things. And I'm sure you're going to end up loving one or more of them. So you can end up doing three or four things that you really love instead of just one and putting yourself in this box. So that's my advice. So the next question is, who's your favorite athlete and why? Amanda, who is yours and why? This one's kind of tough. You know, I've grown up in a house where sports is a really big deal. So <laughs> I grew up watching people like Derek Jeter my entire life. And I grew up watching Dwayne Wade my whole life. But just recently, I really took into perspective. And while I do love those two athletes, and they make, they're a huge part of why I enjoy sports today. And they're part of my favorite sports memories probably ever. I think I would have to easily say that my favorite athlete is definitely Kobe Bryant. Everything that he preached, everything that he worked for. I remember watching his last game with my dad on the couch with my brother as well. And it was like, this is this is history because Kobe Bryant's a legend. And I'll never forget waking up that morning and hearing the news. I didn't think it was real. I was like, this is TMZ. We know sometimes news can get misconstrued and it just everything happened so quickly. And I got a lot more emotional than I expected to. And it's because, you know, at the end of the day, I did grow up watching Kobe in some way and everything that he preached and his relationship with his daughters. It's something where I felt attached to it as well because I have a very close relationship with my dad. But definitely Kobe is probably my favorite athlete of all time. I love that. I love Kobe so much. He's like the epitome of what an athlete should be. Although there was one before him. So I love Kobe so much, but he basically like created his game 
based upon what Michael Jordan did. So I would say athlete, like just watching the game and everything. Michael Jordan was the first to do it. And so he's my favorite of all time. Kobe, close number two. But I remember, well, we had just watched the um, documentary with Michael Jordan. And that completely opened my eyes to even more details behind the scenes of what was going on. So just like his teammates and how he was with them. And that's not at all like how I am on the court, on the court. Like he was super aggressive and yelling and doing all those things. And that's more of like, I'd say that era, they were more aggressive and. A hundred percent. Yeah. Hold that documentary, The like, Last Dance. The Last Dance was really, really good. I sat down and I watched a few episodes with my dad and my brother. And like you said, it's crazy to see the behind the scenes because we just see what goes down on the court. We don't really get to see what goes down in the locker rooms. And just overall, in, in all those years, and it was so cool to see and get a real in-depth perspective as to how he was as a teammate, as a player, and just overall. Yeah, I agree. I was just like, wow, <laughs> the whole time. I want to like, now I want to go rewatch it because <laughs> it was that good. I'm like, I remember going to workouts every day and we would all be training. This was at the very beginning of quarantine and right in the middle of Corona, but that was like the highlight, you know, everybody watched it because we all had so much time to do nothing. And so that was like the main focus of everybody. So we would come into workouts and just like dissect every episode right before the workout or after. And like, well, I'll never forget that. Like I'll never forget 2020 in general because the pandemic, but also um, being able to watch Kobe or being, being able to watch Michael Jordan and his whole, the last dance thing and like seeing everything from his perspective was just incredible. So next question is, can you start a series of home workouts? So guys, I want to say the next time y'all ask questions, please leave your name and where you're from so that um, it's easier just for people in the future if they, they know that they'll hear their name and where they're from on air. I think that's really cool. So when you don't do it, I can't put anybody else's. So next time, just leave your name and where you're from. But can you start a series of home workouts? So I've been working on this. I'm just doing so many things. Like I need to actually just take a step back and just finish one thing. <laughs> So that I can, can, can like have a checklist, but okay, this one's done. Go to the next. But right now I have like four or five things I'm working on and none of them are finished. And I'm just trying, I'm scurrying around, traveling everywhere, trying to do all of these things. But I do want to have workouts in general, virtually on, on my website, laurengoodwin.com. So people can go and just subscribe and then do them. Like I can record myself doing them. And then you guys can just follow along at your own pace and do them and stay in shape so you can feel better. Um, and so whenever all this is over, quarantine is finished, you'll feel really great about yourself and be able to go to the beach and do whatever you want to do. So I want to be a part of that and do home workouts, of course, but just workouts in general. Um, and they will be called Lolo, <laughs> like the Lolo workouts. So working on this, I will let you guys know whenever they're finished so you can subscribe, but in the works. So next question, do you have a boyfriend, Amanda? Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> Not. <laughs> I don't. Nope. Well, me either. I get this question so many times and I'm like, oh my gosh, I never answer it. <laughs> so I guess. You're better guess off. Gonna, You're yeah, better off not answering it. I, I guess people are just going to keep asking though until I answer. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I don't like in right, like a boyfriend. No. So there's that. But guys, thank you all so much for tuning in this week. If you are a young woman and you're looking to be inspired, I think it's great to tune into this podcast because Amanda and I dissect many things that you can do in your adolescent years. And even as a grown adult, I'm 26 years old, still learning, still growing. And 
daily having inspirations in quarantine from other women and other people helping me to be a better person. Don't forget, ladies, to always shine your light. Do not ever dim it for anyone. There are going to be people that you come across who are going to love you for who you are and everything that you are. Be that. Be confident in that. And there will be people who are not. And that is okay. Accept that and know that they're not going to be in your life. Your your story's already been written. Everything is already lined out exactly what's going to happen for you. So don't stress. Be happy. Stay focused. Wear a mask. And you all have a great day. The views and opinions expressed on The Lauren Goodwin Show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.